What is going on, online fitness coaches? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches, and I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month before I became a mentor for others. In the last three years, I've helped over 200 online coaches hit $10,000 a month in their online coaching business. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by another one of my Million Dollar Mastermind students in the theme of Million Dollar Mastermind Week. This guy is absolutely crushing it in the mastermind, and he's actually quickly rising to become one of the top performers, my man, Josh Pfeiffer. What's up, Josh? What's going on, Brian? Excited to be here today. Thank you for having me. What's up? Dude, welcome to the podcast. How does it feel? It feels good, dude. It, I'm excited. A lot better when I got things unlocked and fucking in flow now, you know, <laughs> aligned and rocking and rolling, but super excited really with being in the mastermind and growing the business and, you know, a long place in time of coming where I was two years ago, even with this and even a year ago. And so being able to just rise and keep crawling and I have some big goals for the company as we continue to grow. Yeah, dude. So I really want to go back because your story doesn't actually start with online coaching. It starts with your supplement store. So for everybody tuning in, like Josh is crushing it right now. He's making $60,000 a month as an online coach. We're going to talk about how, but I want to kind of go back to the origin story because you didn't start out to become an online coach. You actually started out to start a supplement store. So let's go back into that and walk me through the beginning phases of your entrepreneurial journey. I back since like 2007, I got into like retail nutrition stores, 2007, 2008, got into that and did retail nutrition for a long time and bought into the franchise and really kind of was going with that. But you know, with online supplements and just kind of the whole boom of that bodybuilding.com, also some moves within the company, the company ended up kind of going bankrupt in just nose diving and all my friends lost pretty much everything, you know, kind of going there and bankrupt and lost everything. And I was kind of doing a lot of bit, a little bit of coaching in person, but really more the supplements back then. And, you know, going back to 2019, you know, that was the year I was sleeping in my office, living in the store, showering at the gym every day. Cause I was so poor cause I couldn't afford a place. I couldn't afford anything and had literally no money to my name, you know, and getting out of that. And that's when I kind of started following you. And when I was going through that, the pandemic and kind of wanted to continue with this, but didn't know where to go. And online coaching was always something I wondered about, but I wanted to make that big transition as I kind of got out of that and kind of started my online business and then getting in with you in the academy and then, you know, going from there. Yeah. So when you first joined the academy, so Josh is not very good with technology. So when you first started the academy, one of the things that I remember about you specifically is I used to refer clients to you even when you first started back with me before me and you even knew each other because I just like you were the type of person that you've always had the like the knowledge. Like I knew that you like, I was like, this guy's got a supplement store. Like he knows how to train people. Like, so I, people would ask me, I'm like, they're like, who's a good meal coach. I'm like, Josh Pfeiffer, even like right when we first met, like right from the get go, I was sending you people. So talk to me a little bit about like some of the struggles when you first started, because there's a lot of coaches that might know how to coach people, but they don't know how to use Instagram to market and to go on live streams. You're, You're really good at building bodies and fitness, but you're not that good at building a business. That's where I feel like a lot of, a lot of online coaches struggle at first is because you may be great at fitness and know exactly have all the certifications but if you can't know how to run your business and like run a business and market like that's the hardest thing you know evidently with the learning curve so for me it was really just kind of 
kiss keep it simple stupid and simplifying not trying to look at all the shiny object syndromes and just kind of focus on one or two things as you you know you like to point out and talk about and just itemize wins what's important now and just go down the line of things of course money money making activities always is the number one yeah. but then after money making activities what are the things like that you need to do so learning and taking the time to just try and be vulnerable because that was the biggest thing is I had a lot of pride that I'd always known everything and I was restarting over in an area mm. I do and I didn't want to let go of my pride thinking well I don't want to do TikTok well I don't want to do it Brian's like post on TikTok Instagram there and I'm like well fuck that I don't want to do that like yeah. I can't be on TikTok well here I am fucking posting my fucking fingers <laughs> way later you know and so you know just giving yourself a little bit more of grace when learning things and trying mm. to get frustrated. Cause that's the biggest thing for me was getting frustrated with all this, trying to learn it, trying to do too much at once when I could have just kind of slowly taken one thing at a time. One of the things that I really like about Josh is that like, even though you do get frustrated, you stick it out and you actually get really good really fast once you overcome the hurdle. So talk to me about like overcoming. The first thing that I watched you overcome was your content creation hurdle. And I used to remember like scrolling through Instagram. I usually like when students start, first start my program, I could tell that they're just getting started. But then all of a sudden, Josh's posts were like grabbing my attention in the newsfeed and you started doing all these like, you know, really cool things with your content. So talk to me about when you went from like, okay, content to great content. What kind of shifts did you make? Because there's a lot of people that would like that. So one, I started up, stopped using selfies just to fucking dude i paid to get a couple photo shoots done and i got good content yeah and from after i got some really good content you have to start really transitioning into things of thinking of what you want to tell people into thinking of one of the things that caught with me is when you said you want to tell people what they want to tell you not what you want to tell people so kind of transitioning and listening and then just really getting in touch with like getting deep down and really thinking about like some of the past times and the using my past experiences of the stores and struggles and just really thinking about like you know transitioning from give an example you know so what's the hardest thing maybe in my day or your day brian is different than a lot of other people the thing i like to use an example of is think of someone that is 200 pounds overweight Okay, let's say you have a friend, Becky, she's 200 pounds overweight. The hardest part about her day could have been circling the parking lot five times, getting the courage to come in the store and talk to me. That's huge. Like, you know, for that somebody, that could be something for me. My hardest part of my day could be choosing to go fucking, you know, something simple. So when you transition from thinking about your hard parts of your day, start thinking about your avatars and what their hardest part of their day is Mm. and then start relating to that. Because, you know, like if you can help Becky feel a lot more comfortable just coming in the store, talking to you or breaking down that barrier, dude, you've already solved a lot of the problems and that is getting them the courage to reach out and talk to you. Like the online space is somewhere where people, you know, People buy from people they know, like, and trust. Well, if you can break that instant barrier of, you know, somebody comes in the store and they're like, fucking meathead Josh over here. And I'd be like jumping around, fucking, hey, what's going on? Really that funny breakdown barrier. So finding your avatar and finding out really their struggles and then speaking to the harder part of their days. I love that. Everybody that's just tuning in, if you didn't catch that nugget, 
figure out who your avatar is. And then when you're creating content, starting to speak to the hard parts of their day so that they feel like they're emotionally connected to you. So Josh got really good at content. As a result of getting really good at content, you started to get a lot of clients. And when you graduated the academy, you were sitting around like $15,000 a month or so. Talk to me about, you know, when you were at 15K a month, like what were some of the things that you were, that you were struggling with? Like what were some of the things that you were stuck on? Like why were you kind of stuck at that level? I think you know the one thing I was stuck on, onboarding. Onboarding was a big thing, you know, and that kind of comes in even murder when I broke through the barrier of like 20,000 to 40,000. But the biggest thing was looking at like a virtual assistant and getting help and building a team. Like I was doing everything by myself at $15,000 and I wasn't sleeping. I was working, burning both candles, you know, waking up early, going to bed late, not, you know, and I couldn't give a hundred percent to everything because I was just throwing things everywhere. There was no real structure to it. And I didn't have that alignment of, I was just trying to keep up with clients. I was trying to keep up with, and I was doing it on my own. And when I really started looking to build a team and kind of, I've always been one of those persons that say, fuck it, do it by myself. Like, yeah, just figure it out. Yeah. And, you know, and that's something that when we, I transitioned to start building a team and bringing people in to help me, that's when it really unlocked a lot of things. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Yeah, so how many people do you have working for you right now? I have seven. It's so funny because bringing million dollar mastermind students on the podcast, I know that people's brains are going, yesterday I brought on Haley and she's like, yeah, I have 12 people. And people are like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Seven people. So walk me through the different people that you have in your business. Yep. So like names, what do they do? Yep. So I have, Gracia is my virtual assistant who is in like my Instagram and Facebook and does that stuff for me as far as that goes. Yeah. I have Holly, who's my shadow coach. She yeah. is working for me on the back end, helping me with client everything as far as that goes. I have a Facebook manager helping me run my Facebook, my Facebook group as far as that goes and keep everyone. And then I also have Mackenzie, who is another coach on my team. And we also have Evelyn, which is a VA for her now. And then we have Aiden, another coach on the team. And I just brought on an executive assistant to help me this week because I need help. Who are you? So you went from a one-man show to a seven-man show making $60,000 a month. Mm -hmm. And out of curiosity, for everybody tuning in, do you find that you work more with a bigger team and making like more income or did you work more when you were at 15K? Okay. So I choose to work just as much now as I had to work before. There's mm. a difference. I had to mm. be there working that much because otherwise- You'd fall behind. Yeah, uh, dude. And I was still falling behind. Check-ins yeah. were taking me three days. I was still missing people. There are still things like, I mean, dude, it was just a clusterfuck. And yeah. so now I, I choose to work as much yeah. as I do because the progress, dude, for me to build this to a $500,000 a month company, 
Like, dude, I, I choose to do that and continue fucking building it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like fun now. So once you're in the mastermind, you know, once you see the matrix, you start seeing the matrix. You start seeing like, yeah. like okay, I'm, I'm stuck here. So I'm just going to get one more person to help me out yeah. with here. Now I can like release some of that bandwidth. Now I'm going to go to the next level. I'm going to focus on this next thing. And, and I really do like, I love bringing on million dollar mastermind students. Cause I think on the podcast, we've always talked about how to write content and how to sell clients. But like, once you guys get really good, it's like, you know, Josh was at a point where he was making $15,000 a month. And so for him, like the next level, there's no more room to grow. Like he was behind on check-ins three days. And I remember when you came to me, you're like, I literally can't get back to some of my DMs. Like I have so many fucking people that want to work with me, but I'm just like, I can't get back to them because I don't have time because all I'm doing is working. Remember that? Dude, literally like I couldn't respond to messages fast enough because of the time I'd get a response. I would have 70 full the next, by the time I went to bed for like four hours. And then I'd be up like again, laying in bed, no morning routine to just, ugh, it was just exhausting. And no wonder I felt exhausted all the time because I wasn't like, I was just, I was, it's in, like insanity doing the mm. same thing over and over and expecting different results. Yeah. So I want to get like vulnerable with everybody for a second too. Cause I remember you've been in the mastermind for about nine months right now, right? Has it been nine months? We started October, seven months, okay. seven months. Okay. For the first three months, I don't think you got up to speed right away. Cause I remember we had a conversation in January and in January you were really struggling. And I remember I got on a one-on-one -on -one with you and really struggling, got on one with you. And one of the things you said to me, you're like, I'm really fucking struggling with my trainer eyes because I'm really fucking struggling. I'm not good with tech. I've like no idea what to do with tech. And you're like, I can't bring somebody on because I don't know what the fuck to do with tech. And like, if I can't do it, like how the fuck am I going to teach somebody else to do it? And I literally said to you, I'm like, you don't need to know how to do it in order to hire somebody else to do it for you. And that's when I jumped from 20,000 to 38,000. That literally was the month. So talk to me about that shift. Talk to me about that mindset. Like, what was the unlock for you? I want to know what did you do in your head that gave you permission to like, be like, okay, I'm going to go all in. Like what happened? And I think that was a lot of just team building too. That's when I really started building the team like in mm. hiring people, because again, I didn't want to give back the reins of my perfection, like my OCD perfection. Like I like doing everything myself. Even when I give people permission to do it, I still tend to micromanage just because that's how I've always been. And mm -hmm. so I just, I made myself like stop micromanaging mm -hmm. and like allowed things to take their place and see what happened and believe what we tell people all the time, believe the, and trust the process. Mm. And I allowed myself to finally just say, no, dude, you have like, there's no way for you to ever going to be able to grow this. If you continue at this pace and keep doing, you're just going to keep not letting your employees grow. If you, all you do is fucking micromanage them. So then that was the month you hit 38. And then what happened? That after our conversation, that's when I hired my first coach. Kenzie started. Okay. Yeah. We jumped to 38. And then the following month, we jumped to 45, 42 to 45. And then this last month, 60. So, you know, like continually growing and just pushing the needle, but building the team and allowing more, like you said, if I don't know how to do something, hire somebody to do it now because I still don't know how to fucking do trainer. She does. And it's so, you know, yeah. and just allowing to find people in their space to, like really allow them to shine in their own place. Because again, I need to know what kind of how to do it, but fuck, I don't like, if it's not money making to me anymore, I don't even fucking worry about it. Yeah, dude, I love it. I love it so much. So like, what do you have to say to those people that are listening to this right now that like, don't even see that $60,000 is possible for them? You're like, what do you have to say to the people that are listening to it? Like, there's no fucking way this clown's actually making 60K. Dude, you know, I mean, 
I mean, dude, look at my hair and mustache. I mean, I wouldn't fucking believe it either. Dude, you know, I mean, like, if I'm doing it and other people are doing it, you hear about these stories all the time in the online fitness training. Like, you know, I used to hear them back in the day when I had the store before fitness coaching was really a thing, you know, so-and-so was making this. You're like, dude, bullshit. Like, dude, you're fucking like, okay, you know. (laughs) And then, dude, you really get in the space and, dude, you hang around people. It's just like the saying, like, dude, like when I had the stores, I'd talk to the same people every day. Dude, we complained every day. We bitched about everything. We had no money. We didn't know what to do. Well, guess what? Now I'm hanging out with you and other people that make $50,000 a month. So guess what? That's my new normal. It's different when you, you yeah. hear about people make $10,000 a day. Wow, that's or $10,000 a month. Well, dude, you start hanging out with people that make $10,000 a month. You do it. Well, dude. I'm hanging out with fucking people making $500,000 a month because fucking I want to make $500,000 a month. Like into that room. And also I say is try to be the dumbest person in the room because that means you have the most to learn. That's my entire goal for the rest of this year is to be the dumbest person in every room because I have the most to learn them. I actually read a post that you about that. I remember you you said that. And I was like, I think that's like a cool idea because I think that, yeah, it's just, you just become a sponge. You just like, you absorb. What would you say is the biggest thing that you personally had to overcome in order to go from 5K a month Josh to 10K a month Josh to 20K a month Josh to 60K a month Josh? Like, what do you think personally the biggest thing mentally that you had to overcome was? Believing that one, believing that the what I'm doing is right and to, to stop getting in my own way. Because the only person stopping me is the reason, the bullshit reasons I'm telling myself that I can't do it. There's nothing, you know, like, and going to therapy and having a morning routine and like, dude, I'm so sad. You know, I took my first time off for four days. Dude, I went to Vegas for my brother's bachelor party. I didn't look at my phone for four days. Like now it doesn't like, because I'm so, I've worked on myself so much that like, dude, things don't phase me. Like my morning routine solid, my day solid. Like dude, shit happens all the time now. I don't really worry about it, dude. It goes on and I can continue on because I've the boundaries you've helped teach us and just the things that we've learned, put them into practice really hone you in on. The only thing stopping you is your own self. I love it. Let's give advice to online coaches who are just getting started. So they're just getting started. They're like zero to 5k, just getting their online business started. What advice would you give them? Okay. So zero to 5k. The biggest thing is if you don't have a lot of clients yet, I would say find a few friends that you can coach for free and get started. I know it kind of sucks at first. You're really trying to start your business, but if you get some really good people that you can help that will give you good before and after pictures, as you know, that's what sells the most. Get in the academy, as Jeff says, you know, but really just try to focus on little things, you know, don't go to other, figure out a plan and stick with it. Mm-hmm. Don't do the shiny object syndrome of, because if you keep changing things all the time, you'll never know if nothing, something works. Try something for 90 days because everything you do for the first 90 days, you're not going to see for the next 90. You have to realize that everything you for 60 days won't repeat itself for the following 60. Mm. So everything you do now, you're not going to see. So you need to stick with it for 90 to 120 days of trying something before Mm. you're like, oh, this, this, this. Well, you know, that's the biggest thing we teach in fitness too. You can't change your work up every 30 days and expect to see results. So Mm. why do you expect to change up your fitness context and expect to say the same thing? You can apply almost everything to your fitness business as you apply to your people you coach. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Okay. So, you know, get a few clients, get a few testimonials, train some people for free and get a plan and stick with it for 
90 days and yep. stop like jumping around and yep. bouncing from yep. thing to thing because what you're doing now, you're going to see those fruits of that labor in, in 90 days. I love that. Uh, Natasha also talked about that. She calls it 30, 60, 90 day echo effect. That's what she calls that. And it's the same idea. It's like everything you're doing now, you're going to see in 90 days. So start taking action consistently now. And then at the 60, 90 day mark, you can reevaluate. I love that. And you know, for a lot of those first time trainers, they're starting out, they still have a full-time job get up a couple hours earlier in the morning, spend two hours on your fitness business. You know, you think about this, if you spend, let's just say two hours a day on your fitness business, that's 10 hours a week. That's 40 hours a month that you're spending on your fitness business. You can get a lot done in 40 hours in a month on your fitness business, just starting off. Mm -hmm. You know, all you need is two hours a day. People think you need all this time. Dude, two hours a day is a lot of time if you spend your time right. I agree. Okay. So advice for online coaches who are listening to this, who are at 10 to $20,000 a month that are stuck, overwhelmed, burnt out, can't take any more clients, not really sure where to grow. Maybe they want to hire a team. They were like, they want to grow, but they're also overwhelmed. Apply for the mastermind. You know, I mean, that's one of the things, but like, they look at, look at where you are in your coaching business and find the place that needs the most work and fix it. Instead of trying to fix little things here, content, little things onboarding, little things coaching, hire maybe one person here, not really sure, hire quick and fire quick. And you'll know if they're going to be a good fit. Mm-hmm. Like that's something that I was always afraid to fire someone because I don't like hurting people's feelings and I just don't really enjoy doing it. But yeah. I'm not afraid to do that now because if you put someone in your system and it's not working, you can always fix it. But if you don't put someone in your system and you continue to leave where it's at, it's never going to fix itself. Mm -hmm. So at least you're trying something versus Mm -hmm. just insanity doing the same things over and over again. So find whether it's onboarding, whether it's lead flow, whether it's coaching, pick an area, fix that and get it fixed and then move on to the next one because you're just going to continue to burn yourself out in every reason if you don't try to fix one thing at a time. Bro, I love it, man. I just got to say, I've watched Josh grow and I've watched him go through like some fucking challenging times for sure. I've watched him overcome a lot of his like self-limiting beliefs and overcome a lot of his internal inner critics and self-judgment. So super cool to see you at $60,000 a month, bro. Yeah. I'm super excited. And you know, the next shot, you know, we're only going up. We're only going to keep growing. I look forward to, to breaking that 100K month here soon. Well, it's, we've got seven people. I know. I'm going to be in that top 10, baby. Coming. We coming. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, dude, really, I mean, I'd like to claim it right now, but September 1st. September 1st. All right. You guys heard it on the podcast. I love it, bro. Again, I'm super proud of you. Yeah, we're going to obviously gonna continue to grow. I appreciate the friendship and mentorship and do look forward to, to continuing to grow and see what we can do. Okay. So for those people that are on the podcast that want to find you to make sure that you're an actual human and not a fucking liar, <laughs> where do they find you? Where they- My Instagram and Facebook simple. It's Josh Pfeiffer. Yeah. J-O-S-H-P-F-E-I-F-E-R. Yep. I help Josh. people grow their assets, aka booty. <laughs> Woo. That's your TikTok too, hey? Yep, it is TikTok too. And hashtag is look better naked. Oh, I that, love it. Dude. dude, back, why do you think the, the, the mullet, the 80s, the mustache, neon, we're bringing it back, track suits and all. Next time I'm in Kelowna, we'll bring one for you. Dude, I'm excited. Let's get it. We'll make one of those, uh, what, what's like like 90s or the 80s dance video where they're like doing like, you know what I'm talking about? Where they're working out in neon suits. You know what I'm talking about? Dude, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Let's remake that. Okay, we got it. I'll do it. I'll, I don't care. Iron energy coming to you <laughs> soon. I love it. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much, Josh. I appreciate you. For those of you guys who are tuning in the podcast, thank you for tuning in. Hopefully you got some value from today's episode. Peace, love, 
protein. Have the best day of your entire life, and I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Let's go.